0: I really like the name Cletus. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Ear Buddies. I am Ian Meyer, joined, per usual, by the purveyor of jugs himself, Scott the Gooch Krause, is here with me, joining me, per usual. Scott, how are you? man, up, man? How- how's it been going? You doing okay? It's going... Well. Yeah. Doing doing well. Yeah. Doing all right. How you been? I've been okay at best. (laughs) I've been incredibly neutral. The most neutralist.
1: Have you done anything the last couple weeks? No, I don't think I
0: have. I did go to a friend's graduation party, but no one's going to care about that outside of, uh, not even in this room.
1: (laughs) I think our international listeners would really be interested in hearing about that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It was a hundred degrees. There was a pool. I did not go in the pool. I did put my legs in though. That's exciting, right? No. All right. This story sucks, <laughs> Scott. What have you been up to? <laughs>
1: Anything uh, exciting? Um, uh, not really. I saw a show the other night. Is
0: that the show of the shirt you're wearing? Yeah. I noticed that shirt. Tell me, tell me about this shirt. It's yellow. It's of the band Flipper.
1: Uh huh. Why don't you just Is describe correct? it? Yeah, yeah. All
0: right. Well, it's yellow. It's of the band Flipper. And it's got what looks to be a uh, what is that a dead dolphin supposed to be with an X, like X a, for the eyes? It's like a basic fish. That's maybe their logo. A sh-
1: maybe a shark. All right, a basic fish, dead fish. Um, yeah, it's their they're doing a 40th anniversary tour. Flipper are a legendary San Francisco punk band. They're kind of c- considered like the progenitors of like slow. They slowed it down a lot. It's like like Melvin cite them as an influence, and like oh, that's uh, cool. This this uh, shirt I'm wearing is like I think they took Kurt Cobain's bootleg shirt he drew of them on their on Nirvana's first television appearance, awesome. and they turned it into like official flipper merch. Hell yeah! So yeah, Kurt Cobain was a big fan, famously, and that's awesome. Uh, this tour they had David Yao as the singer. Um, he's in Jesus Lizard. He's like a <laughs> Which I'm, I'm, a, so I'm Tell full me about disclosure. Jesus yeah. Full disclosure. I was going for him. I'm not like, I like flipper, you know, enough, but David, <laughs> but David Yao is someone I've always wanted to see live. Okay. Um, Jesus lizard is like a incredible noise punk band. Awesome. Um, there's a really awesome video on YouTube that people should look up if they're interested where he, he dives, they start a song. And he's like, he's like this, uh, you know how Iggy Pop performs with his shirt off and he's just like wild and yeah. stuff. He's like, he's kind of got, now. yeah, he's kind of got like a similar style where he's just like going crazy and he jumps off and stage dives and he gets back on stage and this beer bottle just breaks on his face. Like oh someone throws a beer bottle and it breaks on his face and he stumbles like out. He's like knocked out. Jesus. And they stop the song and then like five minutes later, the whole thing is on YouTube. But like, five minutes later, he gets back up and performs the song. And it's like... Does he finish the show? Yeah, he finishes the show. Damn! Uh, but he's, like, all... <laughs> 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 he gets on stage, and you can see this beer bottle just, like, break on his face, and he just stumbles <laughs> to the ground. Like, it's... Like, <laughs> he just gets out. He's, like, knocked out. Damn! Uh, That's insane. But, yeah, this guy, hes he's getting older, but he's it's just so fun to watch him like he was uh do you know what the video is called it's they're performing seasick it's jesus lizard seasick live like
0: hit by a bottle
1: yeah if you search beer bottle break i don't know something like that beer bottle
0: hyphen ko yeah
1: (laughs) yeah is that what it's called uh you could probably find it but but yeah he's uh i think the original singer for flipper passed away so they have him um doing Mm. the vocals they, uh, he was just out in the crowd and, um, during the second song, he was taking coins out of his, his, uh, pants pocket and just like sticking them on the people's faces in the front row. <laughs> That's <laughs> he's just a strange mischievous man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a cool show. That's awesome. Cool. Um, I don't know flippers catalog that well, mm. so I'm not going to pretend to be like a super fan here. Yeah. But, right on. Yeah.
0: I'm glad you mentioned the Melvins cause you reminded me of something. Two things I want to say thing. Number one. I admire you because you're one of the only people I've met who can pull off just a bright yellow t-shirt without <laughs> it looking goofy at all. Well, thank you. It's awesome. I admire you for that. I don't think I can do
1: that. That means a lot. You know, I was I bought this shirt, and I wasn't sure if I could pull it off. It's a it's a bold shirt. It's like it a, is. It's a creamy yellow. Our okay. guest has
0: given you thumbs up. Yeah. He likes sure. it as
1: well. Why don't we introduce our, our guest? I feel like we're... All right, and then I'll get to
0: point number two because he might like this as well. Today, joining us in EarBuddy's Studios, Ryan McLean. Hello. What's Hello. going on, Ryan? So How are you doing? Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm doing pretty good. Doing all right? I'm, um, I'm here. Kicking it. And I'm talking. Drinking uh drink some truly with us. I, I did earlier. Everybody try truly. It's delicious. We're not sponsored by them, but it's very we could refreshing. Be. It is. Yeah.
1: It's truly refreshing. Any representatives from Truly? You can I find us anywhere on EarBuddy's Pod, any social media. We're <laughs> oh, yeah. Op- we're open to, I don't know, just send us a case and we'll yeah, talk about d- you every episode. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, we will. Yeah, DM us. Uh, you can reach us at EarBuddy'sPod at gmail.com and Earbuddy's Pod on all other platforms,
1: right? To my knowledge. Cool. Let's reach say. out how you do advertising yeah yeah
0: uh Scott point number 2 you mentioned the Melvins and I think they're opening up for the Rancid Tours in San Francisco which I got tickets to you got the tickets for that yeah I got tickets me and Peter Peter man friend of the podcast Peter we're going to go see them on July 24th at Fox Theater
2: yeah uh, I saw uh, go ahead I have a coworker that's going to that hell yeah. yeah
0: yeah I'm looking forward to it and you know I'm excited we'll see
1: I saw the Melvins were opening uh and it almost tipped Tipped me. It almost tipped me, but those tickets were too expensive.
0: You could have gotten a free album of the album that you were incredibly lukewarm on. Yeah, borderline disappointed with. Oh man! Now that you say it like that, I could have. I made a mistake. Yeah, each ticket comes with an with a free record, vinyl or CD.
1: Oh, oh, vinyl too. Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. I think I'm gonna go
0: vinyl because. I'm a CD guy, but uh, I don't know if I'm going to drive around listening to that one as much cuz I'm also neutral. Do you it. have a lot of vinyls or <clears throat> No, my whole vinyl collection is on that shelf right there behind you. Okay. Wait, so and uh, I don't have a record player. I you know, gave it to my dad, so.
2: So
1: you you buy tickets and they give you the choice vinyl or CD at the door or what? I think that a couple days before the show, they're going to send me some
0: sort
2: of like redeemable voucher or something see the thing is i actually bought the tickets for my coworker because he wasn't able to Uh uh-huh and it said that it is supposed to send you the voucher for it or like in an email one week before or after you get the tickets oh okay i haven't gotten an email for any of that Oh, really yeah i'm i'm actually trying to contact them right now to understand oh shoot okay and then where do you redeem it you redeem it at the show uh, I don't so know. Maybe
0: <laughs> maybe you just tell like check a box and maybe they just have them ready for you at the show or something.
1: It just seems like even if you don't have a record player it just seems like a no-brainer like just get the vinyl. Yeah. yeah. Like especially since I know it's way I'm, more expensive it's a better value.
0: Yeah, I know I'm not going to listen to it a whole lot I don't think, but uh, the vinyls are just cool, man. Yeah,
1: they're cooler. I mean, just put it on your wall, whatever. No one plays would, CDs anymore yeah. anyway, so. That's
0: fr- uh I play CDs. You play CDs.
1: Yeah, but we're, we're no one. <laughs> Ryan,
2: do you play CDs? Do you use CDs? Not much. I go for vinyls, oh but I don't God. have a lot. <laughs> oh, at yeah. least you go. Okay, all right. Hey, I'm you still... go for vinyls. You're cool, dude.
0: <laughs> they look cool, Good. look cool. Yeah, they do look cool.
1: <laughs> they look super cool.
0: We can all agree vinyls look
1: cool. You can flip them around and stuff. When I worked at the record I, or radio station, I worked at a college radio station, and uh, when I was doing my orientation, the guy was just like, You know, all CDs are going to oxidize within 30 years, and uh, the Library of Congress has nothing but vinyl because it's like a longer-lasting medium. So, we're on the right side of time. I have a massive CD collection that's going to be completely oxidized. Was he
0: hugging some trees when he was telling you these (laughs) weird CD facts?
1: Yeah, he also said his favorite album of the year, um, the year before, which I guess was 2013 or something. That was. Grimes, and his favorite album of all time was Smashing Pumpkins, Siaming, Siamese Dream?
0: Uh, th- I think so.
1: Anyway, I don't oh, know why uh, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, <said
0: that. laughs> uh, I mean, it, g- it gives us a good idea of his personality. Oh,
1: something that goes to your point that actually I should have said is that he he changed all of the computers at the radio station. Instead of Google, they used DuckDuckGo because there's they don't mm. they don't track you and he's like paranoid about that
0: didn't we argue about that on this podcast before
1: yeah we did because i okay. do the same thing
0: you use duck, duck go. yeah you just fucking i should do that but hide I- him from you know what <laughs> all right maybe i will too hide <laughs> hide from the government so that's how you learned about duck, duck go.
1: yeah it was that guy hmm
0: oh the cds are gonna oxidize in 30 years man You'd be
1: obsolete, man. He kinda He kinda sounded like that. Did
0: he talk like that?
1: Not really, but I wish he'd <laughs> Now that you do that, I'm like
0: Did he drive a did he drive a Volkswagen van?
1: I've never seen him drive a vehicle. Did he smoke herb? I didn't know this guy very well. I had minimal interaction with him.
0: <laughs> I don't know why him talking about CDs oxidizing leads me to believe he was a hippie.
1: I mean it was Davis.
0: All right, so he was a hippie. Yeah, What's the area. Fact.
1: Yeah, he uh, he worked for a free form, form radio station.
0: Free so, form. Free or form or free form radio station. Free form. Free form radio or free, station. Free.
1: Uh, well, I don't know. Now you're having me doubt myself. Good. They they don't got they don't ha- they don't have funding. So whatever.
0: Mm, gotcha.
1: They gotta do the the PBS style fundraisers. Nice. Anyway, admirable. KDBS, shout out.
0: <laughs> guys, you want to jump into what we're talking about today? <laughs> sure.
1: I think you we're wanna, we're overdue.
0: You want to cut the bullshit? Yeah. Jump into the topic at hand.
2: Do you guys know what we're here to talk about today? I do, but I want you to say it. You want me to say it, Ryan? <laughs> say it. Just say it. <laughs> Just fucking say it. <laughs>
0: We're talking about the latest album from Death Spell Omega, The Furnaces of Palag I knew I was gonna fuck this up. Palagonesia.
1: No yeah. matter how you pronounce it, it's gonna be wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no shit though.
1: It's it's actually the furnaces of For- <laughs> Palagenesia.
0: <For-nases>. <laughs> Maybe it is Palaginesia. Yeah. And these guys are a. Uh, you guys mentioned they were a black metal band.
1: Yeah, from France mostly, I hmm. believe. Uh, pretty mysterious. Oh, they're group. French. Yes, interesting. I don't okay. think every member is French, but there are like, I don't think every member has disclosed their identity. No, they have mm. not, as far as I know. They're one yeah. of those
0: secret. Is don't the uh, residents do that kind of thing? They just yeah. they keep all their identities hidden.
1: Yeah, residents. Oh, good job, Ian. Yeah. Wow. San Thank Francisco, you. uh,
0: pretty sure I learned that from you.
1: Freaks. Yeah. The residents, they, uh, <laughs>
0: some more San Francisco freaks.
1: Yeah. They just wear giant eyeball heads and anyway. that's awesome.
0: I'd like to do something cool. like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> this album came out on May 24th of this year, 2001 nine er, um, <laughs> Scott, do you know what you do know label these guys are on?
1: no i don't you want me to find that i would love for you to find it it's on uh no Evdia uh, records n-o-e-v-d-i-a interesting do you know anything about them you never heard of them <clears throat> no that's this is the first time i've heard of that nice they could just be like their self-release yeah thing i, I don't know
0: possibly let me uh speculation let me run, let me run down the track listing real quick Um, At the time, that most makes sense before we really get into it. Neither meaning nor justice, the fires of frustration, ad arma, ad arma, exclamation points after each arma, splinters from your mother's spine, imitatio dei, 1523, sacrificial theopathy, standing on the work of slaves, renegade ashes, absolutist regeneration, and you cannot even find the ruins so uh tell me about your guys's exposure to this band how, how do you guys know of this band scott let's start with you
1: i i got into this band uh in 2010 with paracletus Paracletus. Per- i don't know how you pronounce that i think i assume it's latin
0: i i really like the name of that mm. album Paracletus. yeah i think because i really like the name cletus <laughs> so it makes me happy Oh, Ian. That's like a paracletus. I think that's why
1: they named that. That's that's <laughs> that pl- that's that.
0: plural for cletus. <laughs> paracletus. <laughs> dual, dual cletus. Go. No, you keep going. Uh, dual cletus, cl- paracletus, clitoris. Oh, God. Okay. Two of them. <laughs> Abort. Uh,
1: yeah. I, um, cletus,
0: cletus. Cletus,
1: <laughs> cletus. I don't remember how I found that album. Um, I'm not like a black metal freak i I do like black metal and metal in general more like experimental like slow and i like the slow and low type of stuff usually
0: you like the weird but, sludgy yeah. i think i've said that on here before when yeah. i think of you i think a sludge
1: but i also do like the fast like black metal type stuff or sometimes mm. i'll dabble in grindcore or even like mathcore or whatever but it's just it is a little out of my element but somehow Paracletus found me and it became one of my favorite metal albums. I mean it's just such a good album and i i was I was kind of drawn to how mysterious this band is i I didn't know anything about them at all other than they were french and uh that's it but uh from there, I kind of went back in their discography and, and checked out a couple of other albums but I don't have much of an understanding about their process or anything other than that and i think that's kind of by design i don't think that they really put much out there i just read an interview or i tried to skim through an interview Um, it was their first interview in 15 years
0: damn
1: so they're pretty mysterious dudes i just know that one album is awesome and i noticed that they they came out with uh, this album i think pretty pretty suddenly i don't know if anybody was expecting it but that's what it kind of seemed like yeah so i was pretty excited to 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 jump in um, yeah right on just that's yeah i don't know what about you ryan do you have any
2: um i mean you probably know them a little bit more than me um because i mean uh i got into them during drought their ep uh, oh yeah i, I really like that cover and have oh yeah of, like horrific it is but then from there i kind of like went back into was it the synarchy of molten bones and <laughs> these guys are intense as fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah that name did all the names in
1: this band are, yeah they're, they're like i haven't intense. heard the synergy of molten bones i've been kind of i i just like really latched on to And and the, i just i didn't get anything like i went back to Ite Maladiti in whatever and then i'll keep it going in ignem Eternum, and uh i think is the rest of it I, uh, I dabbled in C Monumentum require whatever. Uh, <laughs> no, that's wrong. <laughs> then you Jesus you say all Jesus. this. Yeah, I'm not gonna try because
0: they got a Q next to a V. I don't know how to <laughs> <I> pronounce that. <laughs> that is fucked off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I I didn't really go after Paracletus. I I stopped. So I didn't even hear drought. I heard drought was really good though. And so, I, I heard mixed things about uh, The Synergy of Molten Bones. So
2: that's the thing is like it gets kind of like more murky reviews yeah. compared to the others. Yeah. Um, I just liked it because it was something new to me. Like cause that was my, I mean, Drought and then that were kind mm. of my first dive into them. Yeah. And have from, you
1: heard Pericles?
2: I, I looked into it a little bit and I meant I have a backlog of lots yeah. of albums I need to get to. Right. I yeah. ended up on that backlog for so long I kind of ended up forgetting about it. Right. Um, yeah, it's a it's really good. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. I I 100% wanted to like dive into it and into the rest of their stuff because
1: yeah. It's a it's a really the the band seems like they're they're very mysterious but they're very like intense with their process. Mm-hmm. It seems like a band that's got a lot of like artistic vision and um I don't know if their concepts like the albums are are conceptually uh contained but it seems like it is. It just it feels like there's like I wouldn't be surprised because there are movements and stuff like that. Um, uh, I've never really taken a deep dive into the lyrics with any of their albums, but Cause
2: I've heard that um, the albums I don't know how to pronounce it. See, Monumentum requires circumspice, whatever circum-spice.
1: Uh, <laughs> sugar spice and everything nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: that one, and then Foss, and then uh, Pericles are a trilogy (laughs) oh they're a trilogy at least that's what I've heard okay
1: that sounds familiar actually now that you're saying that I do maybe remember that and
2: Um, then I don't know about the Synarchy of Molten Bones like how that fits in with any of that lyrically yeah thematically
1: I I haven't heard anything from that album Mm -hmm. so I'm kind of just jumping back in so 2010 was kind of my yeah uh, my the last encounter with this band looks like they've been around since the late 90s yeah they've
2: been around for a while
1: yeah were they? Uh, I think that they were a little bit more traditionally black metal mm-hmm. at first, and now they're mm-hmm. just kind of they're on a different. different I'd almost plane call of existence. them like
2: experimental black metal in a weird way.
1: Yeah, it's definitely. A, uh, I don't know. They're 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 pushing the genre yeah. in some direction. I still think it's black metal. I we would definitely to, okay.
2: label it as black metal. Yeah, primarily.
1: We and if at the very least inspired by black metal. We were talking a little off air about the just ambiguity of black metal genre <laughs> mm-hmm. boundaries. But um right. that's not really for me to decide. I think that this is whatever. Black metal. We'll just say it's black metal. <laughs> it's black metal. For the the purposes of this podcast, Ian and I wouldn't <laughs> know any better anyway. It's so. black metal. Yeah.
0: I, I'd like to uh, advise the listeners as well. Ryan is our, our resident metal man. Scott, we need uh we need, yeah. we need a name we need a
1: name for him. Our but, res- uh, resident metal man. Scott okay <laughs> that's not <laughs> <laughs> the Dean of the
0: Metal. <laughs> the Dean of the Metal. That's uh, a throwback to Dean of the Bean. <clears throat> dean of the bean. <laughs> All right. My voice is cracking. <laughs> Balls are dropping once more, boys. Uh, uh no, Ryan uh you you're you're my metal guy. You're you're the guy I go to with uh discussions on the intense level of genres and subgenres and sub subgenres and genre crossovers. All contained in metal. Yeah,
2: they're kind of all over the place. You're my advisor on that.
1: So, a lot of branches.
2: I'd
0: like to discuss that further with you at some point. Yeah. And just, you know,
1: we got to have you back on for a a genre, a nice uh, genre breakdown. The metal, what about the metal monsieur? Metal
0: Metal (laughs) monsieur. Yes. (laughs) Woo. You did it, Scott. We got there. (laughs) Um, yeah, I would like I would like more information on uh the difference between all all the cores. Yeah. And all the um all the posts. Maybe <laughs> some prees if there's any free prees. Um <laughs> all of them. We could do all Yeah, of them. yeah. all the colors. All the colors. Green metal, the, um... black metal, purple metal. <laughs> uh, latin metal. Mm, is that a color? <laughs> it is now. That is <laughs> Moving on. I'm pretty sure I interrupted both of you. Um, I don't think so. Okay. No. Alright, well that's alright then. Uh, I've read that a lot of their lyrical content deals
1: with Satanism on
2: a metaphysical level. Well, they are black metal, so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> with uh, I, I when I listen to this band, when I listen to a lot of metal and I, I hate to just like generalize a whole like metal is so broad, but just typically when i'm like listening to extreme music i don't listen to the lyrics really that's just how i that's just how i digest it i'm just more into like the raw emotion and like just the feeling of
2: it I and mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of usually how i digest metal yeah at and least you, the more extreme metal
1: yeah and you think about most not most metal i don't like i'm generalizing again but like a lot of metal is unintelligible like the logos are hard to read The vocals are hard to hear. The logos drive me fucking insane. That
2: can annoy me a little bit. Yeah,
1: Um, So I don't think that that's always the point. With this band, you could dive into the lyrics if you really wanted to. I mean, the vocals are pretty up front. Um, I don't think that they're really hiding them at all. But I still, I'm more interested in just the overall emotional weight of everything and just the combination of instrumental stuff. So yeah, I, I, I believe you, Ian. Long story short. Good. I can't I, I can't say I'm yes happy or no.
0: to fucking hear it. Thank God. Yeah. Uh I guess they have stated themselves that all other interpretations of Satan are intellectually invalid. That's a very intense <laughs> statement to make in general, I feel like.
1: I uh okay. So I've been doing a little more research about this band recently, as of yesterday. And uh I read through, I tried to read through their interview, their Uh most recent interview, and it was difficult. I mean, whoever they interviewed, I don't know what member of the band or which members of the band they're interviewing, but they were so up their own ass. Yeah, no, uh, I get a lot
2: of pretentiousness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like what they're doing, but I do get a lot of the pretentiousness. Yeah. Just
1: a lot of philosophical references (laughs) and like, we're at the end times. That's why, it's like, why are you letting us interview It's just like, because we're at... 23.58 Twenty three fifty eight on the Doomsday Clock. It's just like,
2: come okay. on, because <laughs> no, they even mentioned Jesus. an interview talking about this album and how there was a rift between some of the band members. But the way he described the rift was almost like making it bigger than what it seemed like it would be. Yeah,
1: I was reading this interview because I wanted some closure on certain things. Um, we'll get into it later. I want to get through my <laughs> thoughts about the album before I get into some like, yeah, interesting.
0: Yeah, we'll circle back.
1: Yeah, uh, about one member in specific.
0: Did you guys mention that they had released a, a, a trilogy of concept albums? One of you guys mention that you really yeah, mentioned that earlier. I mentioned that. Did I no, mention that? No, you mentioned that. that. Yeah. R- Ryan mentioned, mentioned that? that. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I'm reading here. Uh, they have released a trilogy of concept albums which focus on the theological aspects of God, Satan, and man's relationship with the two. Yeah, that was...
1: With three. Oh, gotcha. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's... Um, Intense. What's another? What's a fucking synonym for intense? So I quit saying that word. Um, Intensity?
1: It's just a different way to say that. Epic, All right, well, I don't know.
0: That's it. Intense it is. No yeah, synonyms.
1: Just, yeah, epic. Say epic.
0: Epic. That's epic, dude. That's epic. <laughs> God, Satan, and our relationship to the both of them? Epic.
1: <laughs> Bruh.
0: Bruh. Both of them? Damn. Bothum. Talk about God and Satan? Both of them? My relationship?
2: Fuck. (laughs) Uh
1: yeah. What's uh what's should we should we talk about the album?
0: (laughs) Yes, we should talk about the (laughs) (laughs)
2: album. Steer the waters, yeah. Come
0: on. Scott, yes, we should talk about the album. Guys, give me some of your initial thoughts. What how did you feel about this? On you know some of your early listens and uh, on through
2: your final listens, give me some initial impressions.
1: Why don't you start this time, Ryan?
2: I started listening to it um, kind of. I mean, the first song I heard was actually like when the single came out at Arma. At Arma, okay. Because I know they released that first before the full album, Mm -hmm. and I loved it. It was definitely a little bit more, um, I guess, straightforward. Than their music usually is. Yeah. But overall, when once I actually got through the album, it seems like it's dense. It seems like there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of dissonance. Oh yeah. Um, dissonance is heavy on this yeah. album. Yeah. yeah. And um, it overall, I mean, I, I I enjoyed it. In the beginning, it took a little bit for it to sink in.
1: It's there's a, it's a pretty busy sounding band. Like yeah. there's a lot of just like weird time signature guitar. Mutily like, like, yeah. stuff. This I think is, it's hard think to grab this, onto that. I think this
2: mm-hmm. song actually was one of my standouts, one mm. of my picks at ArmA. I thought it was kind of cool
1: because,
2: mm. like, this album, even this style, is not something I I would have to be in the mood to listen to it. Yeah, like I, I yeah. love death metal and all that kind of stuff, and but this because of how almost like you really have to focus on what is happening in the song to, in my opinion, like fully enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I think you do maybe, at least for me, I have to be in a specific mood. Um, I, I could feel you on that one. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not like something you could just put on. Yeah. Unless you're just feeling, unless it's like the end times. For yeah, real. it's very dark and brooding. <laughs> <laughs> dark um, and brooding, It's a yes. good
2: soundtrack for just like the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, perfectly. But know. yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I liked it. And then once I let it sink in a little bit more, I liked it more and more.
0: Grew on you? Yeah.
2: It was a grower? Yes, definitely a grower. Do you was think that... A- the whole album is a grower. Um, that's the thing is like I started to lose interest. I mean, not completely lose interest, but by track, I would say nine or 10 is when mm-hmm. I was kind of like, where is it going? And this is before I got into the lyrics. Yeah. And then it, it goes into the final track where it's a little bit more slow, yeah. um, less completely dissonant. And once I went back and went through the lyrics... I feel like it's telling a story. And this this album, from what I've looked up, it's not. the only album they have that's not about Satan or God or any of that. It's more (laughs) dictatorships. Uh. So the album is from the point of view of a dictator talking to his people. Okay. And if you follow that and go track by track, once you get to the final track, it is almost like the end of a story. Okay. Hmm. And that made me... I love albums that do that. Yeah. So that made that final kind of period at the end of the album made me love it. Yeah,
1: yeah, right on. That's pretty sweet. I didn't I didn't know that, but I could see that. It's just like it feels like a concept album. I, I didn't know what the concept was, mm-hmm. and I could kind of guess based on song titles, like Ad Arma, Ad Arma is like, was that like a military?
2: It's called to Arms. Called to call Arms, arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: You can kind of infer certain things, but um, I see what you mean by fatigue. Like there is a lot of just one level of intensity and a lot of not having a consistent melody or anything <laughs> like, or just like a consistent riff. Exactly. Like it's just a lot of just chaos, just mm-hmm. chaos for it, Once you have chaos for that long, it's hard to, to keep the interest going. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But that's just kind of what they do. Uh, something I liked about Periclesis was there was, or Pericles there, there was some kind of, Clitus Clitus. <laughs> A pair of clitties was uh <laughs> <Come> on, <dude. laughs> you can please please bleep that one yeah. <laughs> too uh, that was a
2: creative word i like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: it's a double, new, d- new slang double clitties there was a little bit of there's breaks i think a little bit more breaks maybe i'm biased because that's something i spent a lot more time with but it felt like the guitar riffs or whatever were a little more catchy and then the songs kind of had more that to kind of like grab your attention it feels like they're they're doing, I guess I'm just going into my thoughts now. They're yeah, they're doing their, what they're good at, which is just pure chaos in that style. Mm-hmm. Um, it does feel a little bit like more of the same, which in my opinion, isn't a bad thing because the same all. for them is something I enjoy. It is something that you have to be in the mood for though. I think if I had to go back to a death spell album, it would be Pericletus because I maybe I just have more of an attachment to that album and this album hasn't grabbed me like that one yet but I did enjoy it and I I get what you mean I, there was some fatigue it was hard to listen to this album from front to back in one sitting for sure there are points in the album where they do kind of slow it down and break it up a little bit but the mo it's more of just like moments where it gets break it, broken up it's mm-hmm. not like full songs usually yeah uh it's more just like oh there's horns here which is cool. I really like the horns on this album and like mm-hmm. the instrumentation stuff, where it just got super epic out of nowhere. Uh, but overall, I, I had a pretty positive impression of this album. I was I was nice. I was happy with it. So
0: good. I uh, my my thoughts line up pretty closely with your guys's, um, except I didn't enjoy it quite as much as I wanted to. I guess I think, but I think a lot of my bias came more from uh, the production aspect behind it
2: Mm -hmm. it was very
0: it's like there was a a a layer of like a light distortion or just like an overdrive over the entire mix Mm -hmm. it like covered over
2: almost like a muddiness
0: yeah kind of covered over the drums and the vocals and the bass had some distortion going through it as well and it was just it was a little much I was it was I was having a hard time kind of picking
2: things out you know. And I think that was a part of what you're talking about with the fatigue. Because it, it, it almost seems like if you wanted to know what a specific instrument was doing, you literally had to focus as hard as you could to, to yeah. be that yeah. out of the mix.
1: What I grab though is that guitar tone. Mm-hmm. The like the high end guitar stuff is really cool on yes. this album throughout the whole album.
2: That's mm-hmm. my fiance was even saying when I was playing it in the car that those lines kind of seemed like kind of um unsettling
1: yeah a little bit it's just a like a terror to them it's i can't really describe it but it's just a very like i don't know just very stressful anxiety driven guitar lines just Mm -hmm. really uh chaotic and um all over the place but that's something that i always enjoy when i hear a death spell album is the guitar and then the vocals Mm -hmm. uh,
0: i knew you would like the vocals i made a note that was vocals are definitely something scott would like (laughs) yeah because they're very kind of like.
2: I'd say that almost like they're like gurgly black metalish. Yeah, at least that's yeah. what I hear. Yeah,
1: they're but Scott they're also likes,
0: Scott likes that gurgle.
1: But they're also kind of like free form. Mm-hmm. Like they're just he's like muttering incoherently. He's just like م- b-ba, 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 and b-ba,
2: that completely adds b-ba. to the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah,
1: just like he's doing he's doing something completely different than the rest of the the band. I mean, no one seems to be playing the same song, but it kind of like locks together into Mm -hmm. this thing which i i I really like that's something i really like it it feels it feels complicated i don't like i don't know if it's actually complicated but like when you're as a listener Mm -hmm. it feels like they're doing something structurally interesting um and he's just like reading through these lyrics really like demonically i don't know i can definitely hear that yeah satanically (laughs) perhaps but yeah I, is that you have yeah overall. i
0: mean that was yeah that was that was kind of you know it, it was it was cool it's not a type of metal that i typically listen to i don't typically go um how can i put this this fucking hard yeah um and i and yeah mo- most of my gripe lies with the production and i know it, it's intentional it doesn't sound like it's just done shitty i think it's just it's not done in a way that that I like. It's just I can tell. It's like I can tell there are cool things happening, but there's just not a lot of intelligibility. Like nothing super
1: clear. I think if we're talking like black metal terms, though, I think this is like on par. It's pretty clean. This is yeah. This is okay. like the freaking Porsche of because <laughs> <laughs> you you hear about black metal bands that get there was I forgot which band. I think it was like Ulver or I don't remember. But they they got label like major label money or something i could be botching the story but i'll give you the gist of it and they used that money to buy a bunch of expensive like cars and drugs and stuff and then they recorded their album on a in a four track on the wood in the woods oh jesus (laughs) damn so they just blew all their money and then just because those albums are just so poorly recorded by
2: design i think that's
1: like what they i think there was one
2: old school black metal band that recorded in a coffin like literally a coffin, like had yeah. had the the microphone in a coffin while they were trying to record like in the room. Oh my gosh. Just yeah.
0: yeah, one microphone, of course. The guy's just screaming next to the coffin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, they did that on a uh, Sun uh, Sun album, I think. Okay, I think microphone uh, in a coffin. Yeah, I could be wrong. I think that for Black one, there is a vocal. Oh, I, I can I can see them doing I, that. Yeah, I think there's a vocal. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, and I'll track. say like black metal is not in my wheelhouse. So, if this is, like, the clean Porsche of black metal, then, then okay, cool. Then, then maybe I don't like black
2: metal. <laughs>
0: but, you know, I don't have enough exposure to it.
2: Yeah, I don't think you would like it. I mean, I'm optimistic to it. I want to. It's an acquired taste. I want to check it out. Also,
1: you have to kind of get a tolerance for just, like, enjoying art of really bad people. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Enjoying art of really bad people. Huh? Just like bad people in general. Yeah.
1: <laughs> mm. Racists violent murderers yeah. okay uh church burners oh uh, church
0: burners okay yeah that's right um where they, that's that's yeah.
1: where that stereotype started mm. is the scandinavian black metal stuff oh really they wanted to be extra badass yeah i don't know they just like <laughs> oh, murder each other and stuff burn churches anyway <laughs> um,
0: murdered each other and then came back at nine that night to play a show
1: i guess there was a, this one um I think it was mayhem listeners probably know all this stuff already but there was uh this guy a member of the band i think his name was death or dead his name was dead <laughs> and he got murdered by his bandmate uh there was some kind of a scuffle or something and he got stabbed in the face or something like that uh, oh, no no no, no he committed suicide yeah he committed suicide he committed with suicide shotgun. he put a shotgun that's right jesus and they they took a picture one of the band members took a picture and they made it an album cover.
2: Yeah, because he, he found him in his apartment, and his first reaction, instead of calling the police or anything, was let's take a picture. And he also took some pieces of his bone to make a necklace out of. Oh, I didn't know about that part. Yeah.
0: Oh my god.
2: Yeah, it's, it's pretty fucked okay. up. What, what I was thinking of was
1: um, Varg from from Burzum yeah. yeah. stabbing. He stabbed someone, and he's also like pretty famously a white nationalist racist Mm. he's a pretty disgusting person okay Uh, but and he's one of the he's one at the forefront of this whole movement like he's people idolize him as far as his musical output anyway so that's kind of a taste
0: all right (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah maybe maybe black metal's not for me (laughs) but uh you know i'm i'm optimistic about it i guess (laughs) Maybe the music's good. <laughs>
1: From an outsider I mean, perspective, it's almost funny how like ridiculous it is. Yeah. So
0: over... It's like, not funny. Over the top. No,
1: no, not. It's not funny, but it is just like, why are you guys so screwed up?
2: <laughs> and the thing is, I mean, that was also more of like the old school stuff. The newer black metal bands don't really do that as much, I would yeah. assume, hope. <laughs> yeah. But they do look at those yeah. guys as influences.
1: You're yeah. Shit. And, and uh, I'm just going to talk this, about it now I guess. There this
0: episode got really dark, you guys.
1: There is an aspect of that with this band that I just found out about yesterday. Uh-oh really? Yeah. So, uh the vocalist, Miko Aspa, Mhm. is apparently a neo-Nazi racist, potentially pedophilic dude. Really? Oh god. Which uh yeah. unfortunate. A bit of a bummer.
2: But oh he, man. Wait, so that that is who he is? Yeah. Or the, okay.
1: Miko Aspa is the vocalist. And uh, I I tried to do some research because I, you know, when people say, oh, this guy's a Nazi, that's a pretty serious accusation. Yeah. And I don't yeah. want to just be like, oh, yeah, screw this guy. But I kind of started reading some quotes from him and there, there's probably some truth to it.
2: Because um, that's, that's the thing is like some of the interviews that they were talking about with this new album is actually criticizing the far right and criticizing the far left. So
1: that's another thing. So that's one thing. That's, that's another kind of thing. So there's there's a big debate with this album now. There are, so there's a prominent YouTube reviewer that just like withdrew his review because of this. I mean, he's he's had these ties for a while. Mm-hmm. It's the movement's called the National Socialist Black Metal, NSBM. Okay. It's just neo-Nazi r- religion, race hatred stuff, but what people say that defend this band is that Miko Aspa doesn't write any lyrics and he's pretty much a session musician uh hmm. he He comes in does his part, and goes, and they never perform
2: Why does this band have to be so mysterious? Yeah <laughs> they <laughs> never perform what? they, they never are...
1: perform they're not all out in the open
2: like it's basically a project
1: yeah, like mm. not all the members have revealed themselves to the
2: public Have they ever performed, or is this like no. a not to like my this knowledge. is literally just a project that they're doing that as they like, just aren't n- never performed since in 20 years no one because knows I, I, don't, I don't think that was the intention anyway yeah interesting
1: like, oh all right but i, I want to read you this i took a screenshot <laughs> maybe
2: that's why they're called avant-garde
1: metal as well <laughs> this is the decibel omega interview in 2000 so miko joined in 2002 he said very proud of the brilliant actions of intolerance in nazi germany and Europe in World War Two to gaz the Jews was fantastic. We in Death Spell Omega are definitely fascist-thinking people. What? God, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and he's used the N-word. I think he's, he said, like, I don't much care for the street N-words God. in an interview. <laughs> in uh, an interview? In an interview. Okay. So take that as you will. I'm going to just, you know what, like, I like this band. I'm of Jewish descent. I don't know any of that. I'm a Jewish <laughs> band. <laughs> I <need> this stuff. <laughs> uh, it's hard for me to. S- I'm not going to support this band, knowing that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, that kind of changes my. <laughs> yeah, but I. I'm not going to lie to myself. Like I enjoy this album, and it's it's this interesting ethical thing where it's just like.
0: You and I were talking about this a little bit yeah, the other day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I found out this information yesterday. And I was just like, man, should I just like call off this whole thing? Like, is that bad for me to like kind of support? as a Jew to kind of support a Nazi in a way, but (laughs) it's not his art. It's these other, the other, and there's nothing about this band that is endorsing racism as far as I know. Uh, And he's not doing any of that. So whatever. I mean, just make your, draw your own conclusions, but just like have that in mind, I guess. Mm -hmm.
2: That's what makes this album, the meaning lyrically of this album. So, more interesting to me because it seems like the album is criticizing dictatorships. Yeah. So from everything I've read,
1: from everything I've read, it's like, there are very different views in this band. Oh yeah. And
2: there's like a quote that they said, um, uh, it a minority of the collectives contributors, shall we say parts of the second circle, Who've been invited to partake because of their incredible talents as musicians are involved with earthly politics, but stand on completely opposite ends of the political spectrum, and are therefore irreconcilable political foes. Yeah, and they're talking about their own band members.
1: So, in in knowing so, all of this, what the fuck, knowing man. all of this, it makes sense. So it's just like they're working with this guy because of his talent, and I love his vocal style. I'm not going to lie and say that I don't love his vocal style, and it's perfect yeah, it's, for this it's band. It's unique. So, it's just like. I don't know. It's one of those things where it's just, do you need to work with him? But also like, ah, it's really good. And, uh, I, don't know. I, I get it, but I, also they're not preaching his ideals. So mm-hmm. it, it's just this w- weird thing where I like, I'm not, I'm never going to pay money for any release from them ever again. But will I listen to their music still? Probably. Mm-hmm. I enjoy I mean,
2: it. I'll admit I downloaded the album. I didn't pay
1: I, for it. Hell yeah. <laughs> good. Stick yeah. It to the
2: bit.
0: <laughs> and you know what? Uh, it, bands like these, I just want to know what is their day job. What do they do? For, I think, to make money for a living.
1: I think. well, they probably get. I mean, he's in a bunch of projects, so he's he's probably pretty well off well, and within the circles. Out, figure out
0: those other projects, so we know not to <laughs> shed any light on them. Yeah, it's but the band themselves, like, are they accountant? Are they just like fascist accountants? <laughs> are they? I mean, you know, does. <laughs> A couple of them
2: work at like Rite Aid or something. I would assume that some of them have day jobs.
1: I think that there are yeah, like I pretty. Know. I think there are pretty liberal members of the band. Yeah, it's that's just, what I, I can
2: see. Yeah, like, that's what makes this so weird. It's just odd. Yeah. I think it's
1: just maybe maybe that's the dynamic that makes the music like this because maybe there is like probably opposing views and they probably don't hang out with each other. It's just probably just like...
2: That might be another reason why they don't play live. Yeah, and maybe yeah, that's maybe. why that
1: guy is. One of the members still isn't revealing himself. He doesn't want to be associated, but he, they're just in it for the artistic expression of it all. Yeah. Maybe. All right. um, which if which that's true, res- yeah. Respectable, I, re- I guess. If that's true, I can respect that because I do think that the instrumentation and the vocal delivery and all that stuff is commendable and like really good and it gels really well. It seems like they work really well together musically. Mm-hmm. It's just this weird thing where it's like, I have to figure out my boundaries with them now. Yeah. Because I was the one that I was the one that suggested this review
0: you and you and I were talking about the how can I phrase it the other day you and I were briefly mentioning mentioning the ethics of liking someone's music or art. Yeah, even though you found out that they've done horrendous things yeah been seems, put into a bad light and you know we don't need to name any individuals but there are several michael pop jackson. artists that okay michael jackson is is one of them but there's been some pop artists that Ryan came Adams. to life okay <laughs> um right is that real
1: yeah he for real he's like a pedophile sort of maybe like taking
2: advantage of young oh, female artists jesus okay so that, fine. That one Ryan, of the bands um, i listened to where the vocalist did that now i don't really know how i feel about their music yeah and it, it's it like, does damper <laughs> a little bit like it it kind of
1: sucks because it's like I consider Pericles one of my favorite metal albums ever. Mm. And I just found about this yesterday. I'm still processing it a little bit. You yeah.
0: Know? And I just uh, found out of the, all right, I guess we'll just say the R. Kelly thing like earlier this week. And it's like,
1: yeah, still learning details.
0: Like it's bad. Yeah, that guy's a monster.
2: It's yeah. bad.
0: And it's like, I remember I had mentioned it to you and you were like, dang it. Like, dang it. I like his music. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I used to like R. Kelly. I mean, R. Kelly is bad and the music is bad but I, I liked it ironically. But it's entertaining,
0: yeah. Um, like trapped in the closet, turn into like, a, that's like a two hour video, isn't it? And yeah. It just it, gets so out of control.
1: It's fun, but also like, it's hard to enjoy knowing. Yeah. I mean, we we knew stuff about him before though. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, the thing. Like, yeah. pe- like people have been saying like, oh, I don't, I don't know if we want to go into details, but R. Kelly did this really bad thing and blah, blah, blah. And just like kind of just got pushed under the rug and it's like, Okay, well, whatever happened with that, and now it's like, oh, there's, yeah, there's a lot of evidence now. I guess I, I honestly haven't looked into it, mostly just from people reading articles next to me telling me about what's Have going on. Have you seen the like, documentary like, on R. Kelly? Yeah, it um, recently I came
2: out. I've been meaning to watch it. But I didn't even know there was a documentary. I want to see actually. that. No, Supposedly, it. it's it, it talks to a lot of the people that were involved with keeping it hidden. Really? Like that. They also talked to John Legend. Uh, he apparently hates Shit. him. Like he's not involved with it. He oh you know, he's okay. I think John Legend was one of
1: the first people, one of the first popular artists I heard to like outwardly say, "Yeah, that's don't what I support." Think. Yeah, R. Kelly.
0: Oh yeah, and that's a big that's a big thing for one artist to say about another. Like, hey, do not support this person. Yeah, not like I don't like his music. Do whatever the fuck you guys want. But to say do not support this guy, he's bad. Yeah, that's yeah. And so it's just it's interesting that that's be, that's I guess becoming more of a discussion. You mentioned right these days is like yeah that there's there's a weird
1: line. The tolerance is a lot lower. Yeah, and it does feel like as soon as someone knows anything about somebody, all of their art is like invalidated. Mm. Which yeah is is interesting, and I get that, but I don't know. It's it's something that I'm still trying to figure out how I feel about. Like up until recently, people like heralded Michael Jackson as the greatest pop artist of all time, and now they're afraid to admit that they like him. So it's like you know, uh, how how do you go from that dramatic of a change? I don't know. It's 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 it's, very ethical. It's an it's an ethical thing, and uh, whatever. We're still we're still kind of uh, adapting to this new mindset. I think is like a society, Mm -hmm. Uh, and and we're probably gonna have a more established way to deal with it in the future yeah but um,
0: it's it's just, yeah it is it's just very um it's interesting it's strange times we live in yeah every every generation has said that exact phrase strange times we live in and i'm saying it here and now <laughs> i
1: should i should have waited until after you guys gave your reviews to tell you all this stuff <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know if we're <laughs> going to give reviews now. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm fine to still talk about it. No, I, and, I, and, I, and <laughs> I'm not
1: going to hold back on my review. My review is positive. I'm um, going
0: to opt out for the rest of the episode. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> 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 um, no, do you, do you guys want to uh, slip into some of your picks? Do you guys have any picks from this album?
1: I do have picks. Do you have picks? Uh, yeah, I have a few. Yeah.
0: Um, do you guys mind if I go first, only because I think my pick list is shorter than yours? Sure. So Ad Arma, Ad Arma was was one of my standouts, and I thought that standing on the work of slaves was
1: pretty cool. That was on uh, the the verge of being a pick for me, standing on the ver- edge uh, standing on the work of slaves.
0: The song's okay, but I think I was just able to cling on to it more than others.
1: It just starts with that like slow bass line. It feels I, like a different thing. I love the opening. Yeah. Mean, like,
0: mm-hmm. Just the kind of droney. I don't know. I know. I know what you mean.
1: I listened to Converge, and it kind of reminded me of like a Converge intro. Mm
2: -hmm. Oh no, yeah, Yeah. especially like the tone and everything.
1: Yeah, of the bass. But ultimately, Uh, it didn't do enough for me to warrant a pick.
0: Yeah. Uh, So anyway, I I thought this one was cool. I think this one might have been my number one, and it you know it just was that more of a pace that I could like bob my head to. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like speed metal and what, you know, it, but it, and there was stuff in here that I could grab onto, latch onto and, uh, and dig, man.
1: Right. Dug it. For sure. No, it's a good pick. I almost had this. I actually put that with two question marks on either side because <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to make it my pick or not, but, oh, yeah. um, Right on. Not, not quite. All right. What
0: do you guys got?
1: That was your only pick? Oh, Ad Arma. That one
0: and Ad Arma, yeah. I just had those two, I think. This this album was hard for me to to pick any uh any choices really.
1: There's not much that like stands out extremely from the
0: yeah. back. We mentioned listening fatigue earlier. I definitely had that myself in this, and it was um it's outside my wheelhouse and it was just hard for me to latch on to the way I wanted. And, uh, you know, I just, I, I don't think I've had enough exposure to this type of uh, satanic, pedophilic... Oh, my God. <laughs> black You're not male. talking
2: about it in the song. <laughs> yeah.
0: Considering that the singer founded the band and uh, s- sings directly about pedophilic uh, oh <laughs> instances and Satanism and uh, hedonism and all the isms, Judaism. Uh, Judaism.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, the... To to clarify the the pedophilia thing is something I couldn't I didn't have enough time to like find that I know he was in a band called Nicole Twelve that had like a picture Uh. of a naked girl on the cover I don't know if he endorses that or not Why does
0: that exist
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah What the fuck It's pretty messy and he's definitely into some weird sexual stuff He's God.
2: I can anyway. understand the other band members not wanting to yeah. be associated, associated with him. Like you know? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I think I think I get that now.
2: Yeah. And but maybe his vocals... not interviews
1: that much. I
0: mean, I know he's into this stuff, but his vocals are just so good.
1: Yeah. Sure he maims children. I oh, mean Oh
2: <laughs> God. I <laughs> Mames?
1: Yeah. Uh do you want to do yours first, Ryan?
2: Oh uh, well, I mean, uh I would say like as uh, my top, top tracks would be like Adorma, at Arma. Ad Arma. I mean, just because of how it's the most almost catchy at armor. Yeah, mm. like it. That that the main riff with the um, kind of arpeggios, the kind of unsettling arpeggios. That mm. was not a pick for me. I liked it a lot though. It's good. Um, other than that, I also had um, fifteen twenty three. I really liked. Um, you know
0: what? I think I liked this one as well. Fifteen twenty
2: three
1: no. was a pick for because me. they
2: slowed it's it down. Slow melodic. Like I you mean, like not the melodic, like catchy stuff. melodic, but yeah, you're, you're a you're a melodic dude, huh? I like it when it's melodic in mixed in with all the chaos, because it's almost mm. like, I don't know, it gives it some more color. Right. She, okay. Uh, third pick would probably be uh, renegade renegade Ash. Renegade Ashes. You're, renegade ashes, you're picking all my so. picks. Yeah. That, <laughs> sorry.
1: No, that's fine. This is my top pick.
2: And. Yeah, no, no. I just and also, I I'm picking these picks not just on the music, but the lyrics too. Cause yeah. I honestly really like the story in this album because mm-hmm. it, it goes through the dictatorship or the dictator explaining to the people, "We will save you from freedom" and all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Which again, I don't agree with any of that, but it's it's more of gaining the trust of the populace. And then as you go further into the album, especially with Renegade Ash, where it's about we will basically those who disobey will hang from the gallows mm, and okay. it's, it's it, and it goes all the way until the end But I
1: just start. like the cool stuff at the end that's why I like this song mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the cool stuff at the end let's see
0: is this the cool stuff at the end
1: yeah
2: is this yeah yeah, they,
1: they do yeah some this is kind of cool instruments and stuff and it gets real epic
0: bro epic <laughs>
1: intense an epic yeah moment. yeah
0: this this was cool i didn't like the song that much but i agree with you the ending of
1: this was pretty sweet yeah i love that i love how this song builds
0: i just a lot of the instrumentation on here like i said it's just a little too saturated for me mm. i don't like i like when you can have, i i don't mind a like a heavily distorted guitar but i like being able to decipher what's happening with it like someone's playing a crazy guitar line and you you just it's too cluttered and saturated and, and you can't really tell what's going on with it i have mm. a hard time with that and this album kind of has a good amount of that mm. um, seems like they did that on purpose not with the this worst album. yeah and yeah, yeah and that's that. and that's part of the style yeah and you know so i just i i have a hard time grappling onto that myself so that's kind of more of personal
2: preference i guess sweet Was it the only two? Oh, uh so yeah it was that at arma 1523 and oh yeah those three ashes okay yeah. scott did
1: you have any others I have one more. You cannot find the ruins was my my final pick. The last song. I like his vocals in this song a lot. Um, it's completely different. It kind of reminded me of Neurosis,
2: uh-huh. a oh, band yeah.
1: I really like. Like, I can't describe it, but yeah, just that that same kind of. Uh, it feels very apocalyptic, and I'm using that word too much for this album. But just like end timesy, like prophesizing stuff, where he's just like. The mutterings of a mad madman kind of thing. I don't know. I, I like when they slow it down. I think that's my favorite.
0: Mutterings of a madman's good band name.
1: <laughs> it, I, I, I just with uh, this band in particular, like they do everything so fast. So when they get to moments like this, I feel um, like it it hits harder for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I, I I like. It was a good closer. Yeah,
0: and I like when stuff is kind of slower like this and has that epic feel. Yeah. But it,
2: um, I don't know, man. Yeah. I just felt like compared it's to everything else that came before it, it was, it was a good yeah. kind of slowdown. Yeah. For sure.
1: And it's not, yeah, it's not a very traditional metal vocal delivery.
2: It's like caught
0: somewhere in between a couple different deliveries, I feel like. Just I don't a know.
1: weathered old man voice. Yeah, that's what yeah. I hear. <laughs> yeah. Which I, I really like. It does it does just remind me of Neurosis, which is a band I, I love. Mm. Um, yeah, that's my final pick. My other right on. my other picks were set already. Uh, Renegade Ashes, fifteen twenty three were my other two.
0: Right on. There was a song on here. Uh, let me see if I can find it. There was one that that I swore Ryan, you were gonna have as one of your picks because for some reason the guitar line sounded like something you would like, and I don't like know. What? I don't know how to explain that. This one here, the fires of frustration.
2: I love this. No, guitar. I, this guitar line. This is very. This very right beautiful. here. Oh, wait a minute.
0: That little thing, I was like, Ryan's going to dig that, I think. I don't know no, why. I do, I do like so. that yeah. line. <laughs> is a very
2: very different line. Anyway, that was it. All
0: right, you guys want to wrap this up? You guys want to get into, uh, get into your final thoughts, ratings, if we are going to even rate this you- quite literally godforsaken album? <laughs>
1: Yeah, let's. Uh, let, we'll do a rating. All right. What do, What are we gonna rate this out of? Uh, let's do something pro Jew. Let's do pro Jew. Uh, I am.
0: I'm very pro Jew.
1: <laughs> let's do uh, out of uh, Stars of David.
0: Out of Stars of David. All right. Yeah. I like it. That's about as pro Jew as it gets.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: Scott. Why don't you go first?
1: <laughs> so here's the thing. I like this album. Speaking purely, like objectively, I'm not gonna. I'm a, I had a formulated opinion before I heard about all this. I didn't know about Miko Aspa and all the anti-race religion stuff until yesterday. So I had already had some time with his album and, and formulated an opinion about it. I, I'm not going to change my opinion based on that. I'm not going to lie, though, and, and say that it, it doesn't like make me kind of not want to support this project as much in the future. Right. I'll go with my original rating, which I think this, this is a great album. Um, I think it's, well, maybe not great. It's a good album from them. Maybe not on par with their best work, um, but I did enjoy it. I think that there's enough going on, enough. Now that I know the lyrical themes, It's it seems really well thought out and executed. Um, and there's a lot of stuff in there to keep my attention, despite it's just pure chaos throughout the whole thing. I'm going to go seven and a half stars with David.
0: Seven and a half stars of David. Yeah. All right. Ryan, you want to go next? Um, oh, it, it, I, you don't have to rate the the album if you
2: don't want to. Now it's our I mean, asterisk I'll, for the... Uh, and, I mean, my ratings are different for albums. It's depending on how I yeah. feel about it, how much I want to keep listening to it, how much I appreciate yeah. it artistically.
0: Yeah, we try it and it's it can be kind of difficult to incorporate that in like one rating. We try to incorporate like enjoyment level mm-hmm. versus, you know, production quality versus, you know, artistic quality. Um, I and, mean, you know, creative, uh, what? It's got the creative um,
2: aspect behind it, I guess.
1: Just, yeah, whatever. I mean, whatever you think. Whatever adds up to your enjoyment of the album.
2: I'd probably give it maybe not a full nine, but like 8.8. Stars of David. It's actually pretty good. Pretty <laughs> so you really enjoyed the album previously. No, I, 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 okay. Like, I, I liked it, and I just uh, musically, I would have probably given it more like six. No, 6.5, about. Nah, no. That's being too too low for me. Probably seven. <laughs> uh-huh. But For, but for once, context, we've never given out tens on here. Okay. Okay. Uh, once I went through the lyrics and actually, like, listened to the whole album, and if you if you follow the lyrics, some of the the dynamics of like when the horns come in mm-hmm. fit in with where the story is getting darker.
1: Yeah, and
2: mm-hmm. and it almost to me feels like reading a novel or or watching a movie or something, and that that adds to my enjoyment of it a little bit. I mean, that's one of the things I love about when albums do that concept albums. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. but that's kind of that reflects the eight point nine. Gotcha. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. Again, Sweet. not something I would go to over and over again. I have to be in the mood to listen to it. But, right. Yeah. Uh,
1: and and to the album's credit i think the fact that you you see it like that that it's like a thoughtful composition with the lyrics and music does kind of go toward people's opinion that there's more of a centralized composer like it's not the vocalist that's putting in his artistic and input yeah I would assume. so
0: which it's like yeah if he's just coming in and laying down the vocals i don't think he represents the band I don't yeah. think we can mm-hmm. let him represent Deathspell. I don't Omega. want to let him. Represent yeah, Omega. yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm trying as hard as I
1: can to not let him do. Yeah, that, if so. he's if and you know what,
0: if he's not writing the lyrics, if he's not doing anything except coming in, reading it, and then just figuring out how to fit it, you know, someone's yeah. telling him, depending on on the level of input he really has, which it sounds like it's very limited. Yeah, that might not sway your opinion of the band because you know he that you know you can't let him represent it if he's not really part of it you know yeah, if it's only a so, small part of the collective yeah
1: there's a big debate online right now i've been kind of when i found out about this i started watching youtube videos and just like going into the comments section just so i could see them <laughs> argue about it because uh-huh. there's a lot of people that are mad about the people that are refusing to review and acknowledge this album and then there's there's just like the counter wave to the counter wave of it's a big mess Yeah, it's, oh, a, I bet. it's a big mess but i don't know well, go ahead, Ian,
0: my rating is going to be, and you know what it's hard for me to give it a rating because it because it's on my wheelhouse and now knowing details about the singer, which I'm trying to leave off to the side, I think, but it just in the end, it just didn't do a whole lot for me, and I think that my rating is going to be kind of it'll be it'll be four and a half stars of David because I'm kind of just down the middle on it, yeah, you know, and but going down the middle and then incorporating kind of like personal enjoyment factor and stuff, it, it, it wasn't that high. So it kind of brings it down a little bit similar to how you felt with, um, I think the Tours actually similar yeah. kind of concept. So it just was so, it was kind of a yeah, chore, chore to get through for you. Yeah. Yeah. A bit down yeah. the middle and then a little less. So, That's but it, you know, for an album. it was fine. Like I, if it's on somewhere, Whatever, like it doesn't hurt to listen to. I didn't hate this album. Yeah. It's just kind of middle of the road for me.
1: So, did you appreciate um, the the emotional aspect of it? Just how intense it was the whole time?
0: Yeah, I <laughs> yeah I appreciate that they because for the tours
1: I was just kind of <laughs> bored. But uh huh. But yeah, it's uh I think it's I don't know. Just wanted to hear you say that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like I, you know, it didn't excite me. I you know, yeah. there's there's a lot of times where I was kind of bored, where it had transitioned to an, into a different song, and I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize that happened because I just, yeah. it wasn't really holding my attention, you know?
1: Yeah, and and songs do kind of go into each other on this album. I think that is by design. Yeah, which is cool, which, yeah.
0: you know, I, I do like that. But, uh, yeah, it's, that's it. That's it for me,
1: 4.5. Sweet. Sweet. So. Yeah, respectable. So, I'm just gonna, we'll just say ratings aside uh, I'm gonna recommend that no one supports <laughs> them yeah. financially
2: no
0: and, uh, maybe I'll just take all the snippets out of this episode
1: <laughs> and uh, I don't know and, I, I feel like it's like it's weird for me because I feel like in some way maybe he's just like a troll and I'm feeding this troll by like mentioning all of this um, but it's not it's nothing to joke about you know yeah. so whatever that's yeah. uh, it's complicated I'd say as an art
2: collective, they're interesting. Yeah, and and I
1: I have not I have nothing against anybody else in the band, mostly because I don't know anything about anybody else in the band. Yeah, so it's just like this is that one guy that is probably the most outspoken. Unfortunately, <laughs> and the rest yeah. of the band's like shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah and they're just kind of cryptically. I mean, it's just like trying to get through that. I was trying to get through that interview, just like come on, just like denounce him or something. But it was so such a chore to read Mm -hmm. that I couldn't get
0: just so to
1: that overtly uh, pretentious. But I read comments from other people who read the interview because I was (laughs) it was too difficult for me to read that were saying that they definitely it was like he's he's a session musician type of thing. So Hmm. even so, like, you know, he's going to get royalties or whatever. So which is a bummer. Yeah.
0: It's got his name on it somewhere. So. Yeah. Is yeah, it, maybe don't do, maybe don't support. Maybe I will take all the clips out so it'll just be me going <laughs> like, yeah, this part
1: right here. But do they even have merch? Uh, they might have? I don't know. I've never seen any. Yeah. I don't know how they make money. I mean, <laughs> cuz albums don't sell well anymore. Just don't yeah. buy their album, everybody. Just like yeah. just download it. They're just
0: um, you know, this is this is just their side gig. They're just they're all fascist accountants, <laughs> oh like I said, and they just go into the studio. Pay to make an album because they're feeling creative, and then it's just out there. That's it. Yeah, they don't make any money off it; they just do it for fun.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. I I can't say that you're wrong because I have no idea.
0: <laughs> Guys, you want to wrap this shit up?
1: <laughs>
2: okay.
0: You want to get out of here? Any any last thoughts, Scott? Anything you want to add?
1: Um, no. I mean, <laughs> I've I've said a lot about it already. Yeah. Just you know. Miko, if you're listening,
2: <laughs> go fuckers. Why, yeah, go why, fuck yourself.
1: Why, why do you hate me? <laughs> why do you hate? Yeah. Why do you hate my people? And uh, let's talk. Anyway, Ryan, thank you so much for being here.
2: Yeah, no problem. I enjoyed myself.
0: Will you? Uh, will you come back and and be our
1: metal monsieur? Yeah, sure. C- come back, please. Yes, I, I will gladly.
0: We, oh. We'll talk about. Uh, we'll talk about. Some more light-hearted metal next time, you know. It we'll, could
2: still be some fucked-up metal, but not like this. <laughs> We'll do yeah, we'll, this we'll do background up. checks next next
1: episode.
0: Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. maybe maybe it won't be uh, quite as depressing
2: halfway through. The like episode. right in the middle of the podcast. Yeah. yeah,
1: I I wasn't I was okay. I was trying to decide whether or not to to do it at the very end <laughs> or the very beginning. So I kind of split the difference because <laughs> I didn't want it to like cloud the whole thing, but I couldn't ignore it. You know what I mean.
0: Just like a slow descent into just horrible, depressing topics. <laughs> yeah. All right. We want to remind everyone out there to check you, Diddy Miss. Until next time, this has been Ear Buddies. See ya. Woo! This episode is not endorsed by Deathspell
2: Omega. This has been another installment of the Ear Buddies podcast. Bye-bye now.